The lenders that use this strategy are just, they're just dominating. They're like, um, we have a great success story with one group that in nine months referred 150 deals to their agents that turn into, what was the number? Shoot, I can't remember. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. 600 deals, okay, to their agent partners that turn into 150 million in new purchase. That's, that's unheard of. And a lender referring that much business is unheard of, but now it's consistent, it's regular, it's happening everywhere. And so that is the way to succeed, but not just in this market. You know what, Dale? I hate thinking about this industry as, as markets. Like the things that you teach are, the, the beauty of it is it works in every market. You just enhance certain things in certain markets. But people need to stop thinking about this industry as in markets. It's like, what can I always be doing? Like, what are the great things that I should always be implementing and not, Oh, now it's this market. I should start doing that more. I should refer business to my agents. Just do it all the time. Like, the, the, do that. The, uh, your call of how can I get, if you're in a house, how can I make it less expensive for you? Are you kidding me? Like, that's the most brilliant talk track I've ever heard. It's so simple. You're listening to Batting 1000 with Dale Vermillion, where heavy hitters from mortgage, real estate, and business share their secrets for lasting success. With your host, award-winning sales strategist and industry icon, Dale Vermillion. Hey guys, welcome back to Batting 1000, where we talk to the heavy hitters in the mortgage industry. And today I have got not only a dear friend, but an incredible guy, great businessman, super smart guy in the mortgage industry, tons of experience. I'm gonna give you his credentials in a second, gonna blow you away, but you probably know who he is. This is Alex Kuchin, and he runs the Sales Boomerang team. And you know what? Alex is the man when yeah. it comes to technology. Um, let, me, let me give you a couple credentials to throw it by you. Alex was named in the 40 Under 40 for NPM Magazine. That's a huge, huge honor. Uh, he's top tech firm in 2019 by Bank and Sale Magazine. He was top 100 tech firm in 2020. He was 2021 Housing Wire Tech 100, ranked 101 on Inc. Magazine's 5,000 list. That is massive. Um, also ranked number 19 on Financial Times, list of the America's fastest growing companies, ranked number 19 on 2021 Fast 50, and ranked number 49 on Deloitte's Technology Fast 500. That is an, an unbelievably impressive list, Alex. Gosh, it, my friend, it is great to have you. And he's been a personal partner and friend for years. We we totally love and believe in Sales Boomerang, endorse them to all of our clients. Uh, we're working with them on, on putting some training together. Just this is a guy I love, and I'm so glad to have you here, Alex. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, uh, Dale. I could say all of the same blessings and gratitude right back at you. Just, just, just an amazing relationship from the from the very beginning. Uh, and thank you for for sharing the accolades. It's uh, it's heartwarming and and it, it doesn't get old to hear because it, it feels good because we work hard to get to those uh, to those accomplishments. You did, and you've taken so your background is the mortgage industry. You were a consultant in the mortgage industry, and you decided you saw an opportunity to build a company that took technology to really start to activate mortgage databases and lender databases into an opportunity to build their business. And you know, Alex, I really wanna talk about this today because in today's market, what you do and what Sales Boomerang does is so vitally important to the yeah. success of any lender out there today. You just, I don't know how anybody can survive without the tools that you guys provide because this is a conversion market, not a volume market like we yes. saw in 2020 and 2021. 
when rates go up, we know that consumer activity drops. So you got to get outbound. You got to get an outbound presence. You got to really work your database. You got to really get after it. But before we get into sales boomerang and the alerts and all the things you guys do, and I want to hear your thoughts on the mortgage industry and what it takes to be a top producer today, because you work with lenders and loan officers all over the country. Yes. Tell the audience a little bit about how you went from being a consultant in this industry to identifying an opportunity to building a company that's grown so fast. How many employees are you guys up to today? 150. 150 employees in record time. <laughs> How'd you do it? I mean, I, I, tell, tell us what, what was going on inside your head that gave you the, the fortitude and just the vision that you had to build this great company. Thank you so much. So, so look, it's interesting because I was consulting for a mortgage marketing company, actually. My background is in communication, technology, and marketing. That's where my background is. I, you know, if we go back even further, just, just uh, in the beginning of my business career, um, as a matter of fact, I'll take one step back so I can actually give a, a big uh, tip of the hat to my parents. Uh, my parents, uh, we immigrated from, from Ukraine, and um, I was seven wow. when we came here, and I watched my parents go from working for for several jobs. I mean, my dad had three jobs when we got here. My mom had two jobs. And in a matter of a, a year and a half, two years, they consolidated to owning their own businesses. My dad opened up a limo company, my mom an awesome. interior design business. So I got this kind of entrepreneurial spirit from them. I saw it and I saw that what they put in, they got out. And I, I really like that. And so as I got older, uh, I, I went I went to college for for uh, for marketing and I only did a, a, a two year college because I really wanted to play soccer, which is what I did for two years. And then once soccer was done I, and I was done with with uh, with with having fun in college, I was out and I started my first business at 20 and it was learning the communication of business that I really fell in love with, like. How can you create something and build a team that makes a difference for the industry that you're in? And I know I'm putting the, this eloquent words to it today. I didn't think about it like that before. then. Then I was like, oh, I don't want to work somewhere. I just want to own my own thing and not, not have a boss to answer to because I'm a terrible employee. Um, and so, you know, I started building businesses and it was successful one after the other after the other. Nothing like what we're talking about today, but it had its own successes. And so I went through a lot of industries. I went through the medical space. That was my first industry. Then printing supply space, then servicing space, then marketing space, then uh, a nightclub space, entertainment, lifestyle space, um, uh, apparel space, and, and into the first technology, which was in 2011, we built a mobile technology. And so I had all of this experience. And what I learned over the, over the years is that I have an eye for the path to success. I just, I can see it and... If we just do this, we like there's for some reason, there's no doubt that it's going to work. And so here's what happened. I was I sold my my shares in my in my technology company and started to be a consultant. I was consulting for all kinds of businesses. One of my buddies uh, owns a mortgage marketing company, a company by the name of Monster Lead Group, which is the number one direct mail mortgage marketing yep. company in the nation. Amazing. Yep. Everyone needs to check them out right now is a good time for you guys to, to look them up if you want yep. really good opportunities for conversion. Uh, but I was consulting there and what happened was he showed me some statistics that blew my mind because I didn't know the mortgage industry this well. And he wanted to put on his website that they're converting at about a little less than 10%, like 9.6 or something. And I'm like, um, Ken, why are you excited about 
Less than 10% conversion. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, this is weird. Which then is a home run, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 90% of people are not working with the lenders that you're marketing for. Like, that's weird. Why do we want to yeah. celebrate this? And he cracked up like you did. He goes, that's an amazing statistic in this That's industry. an amazing statistic, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, it is? I said, okay, so what happens to 90% that don't move forward? And he told me the thing that sparked the idea. He goes, oh, you have to buy that lead again. I'm like, time out, time, time out. I talk to my lender, I don't move forward. And for the lender to actually work with me again, they have to buy the lead again? He's like, yeah, that's how it works. I'm like, what? And 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 this, this echo of, like, just like in movies, like something came into my head of an echo of, a, of, of my mentor from a previous company, uh, James. He said, look for industries that don't have a leader, that have a large space and no one is serving the, the, the market that you've discovered. I was like, this might be it. This might be the next one. And I said, how many people in the industry suffer from this? He's like, oh, every, what do you mean? It's how the industry works. I was like, oh, all right. And so the reason this whole thing got started is by asking really stupid questions. Because the answer I got to every question, Ken told me the answer every time I asked the question is like, that's just how it works. That's just how it works. Oh, that's how it works. That is how it works. It's like, that's a problem. If the industry is stuck in its way for that long, and how yeah. can an industry be broken that does $2 trillion? Like, can, nothing can be broken. And so the possibilities of, of connecting borrowers with their lender, creating financial friendships, rather than it's a necessary evil, I have to do this, I hate my bank, I don't want to work with my lender. That didn't make sense to me. Like, how do we create a synergy? How do we create that? And so I'll, leave, I'll add this one piece to the story of how Sales Boomerang came to be what it is today. Right before I started consulting for Monster Lee Group, I was consulting for a company called Rain King. Rain King is a company, Rain King, like the crown. Yep. Rain King, what they did was they would take a Fortune 500 company that's looking for a niche technology and they would find the niche technology on behalf of the Fortune 500 company before the Fortune 500 company even put an RFP out. Wow. Magically, they knew this technology would help this company. And so they would call the Fortune 500 company and says, hey, we know you're going to need this. And they're like, you're right. How did you know? We're like, well, we did our research and we actually have a solution for you. They're like, really? Like, yep, we're going to save you months and months of trying to find somebody in RFPs. This is the technology for you. And so I was consulting for them because they also hit a dead end. They could not, they stopped growing. And so PE firms were overlooking them and they're like, hey, Alex, come in, help us grow. And so they were acquired, acquired for like 106 million, 10 months after I started there with them. And I learned the power of connection, yep. of the most abstract connection you can imagine. Microsoft is looking for a niche accounting technology for this section of their business. And this company already found them. And I'm like, that is just magic. And so I thought for the mortgage industry, it's not magic. It's the no. consumer wanted something. The lender has it. Let's bring them together at the perfect time. I and that's it. how Sales Boomerang came to be. I love it. Great story. You know, it's interesting because we've known each other for a while now, and I've been meaning to ask you, okay, Kutsushin, where, where does that come from? Now I know yeah. you're from the Ukraine. Yeah. By the way, as you know, I'm a praying man. I've been praying for your country, and I will continue you so to do much. that. Um, you know, I'm sorry to hear about what, what, what has been happening there, and uh, I hope that, uh, you know, there's no family members that are affected by that, but we will certainly keep praying for them. Um, but I love what you just shared. There's a couple of things I love you said in there. Financial friendships. I mm. love that phrase. That is a drop 
the mic phrase right there. <laughs> that is a great way to look at it. And, and I, you know, I was thinking about a quote from Jim Rohn as you were saying all that. He said, discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishment. Mm. What you took was an idea and a vision. You were disciplined enough to take action on that vision. Yes. And look where you're at today. 150 yes. employee company, top performing company, one of the fastest growing technology companies in the country. You've created great success and you've helped the mortgage industry immensely. And I've, I love, 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 always have loved your tagline, no borrower left behind. You know, that that to me says it in spades. We, you know, mortgage champions, we've always believed in the other's first mindset, putting yes. your customers for yourself, helping every borrower to get a great loan. You guys have built an engine to yes. do that by bringing lenders and borrowers back together who either maybe we're working with today, maybe they canceled in the past, maybe they're just in a good position in our current database yes. where they're set up or they've got equity or they've got debts or they've got opportunities to refinance. You guys have made that available for lenders. So let's talk about today's market because everybody's freaking out when they shouldn't. This is a super opportunistic market if you Absolutely. know how to approach it. But I would say that the number one thing you have to be today is proactive. You cannot be reactive. Remember, when rates 100%. go up, leads go down. Okay, that's what happens. Activity at the consumer level drops. So you've got to make up for that by doing outbound calling. That's exactly where sales boomerang comes in. This is where you guys are the a valuable asset to everybody. So talk to me a little bit about what you see as the things that lenders are doing you're working with that are creating great success today in this marketplace? So you you nailed it. I mean, it is a conversion market, not a volume market, as you said earlier yep. in, our, in our conversation. And it is about touches. It's about yep. relevant conversations with relevant people about things that are important to them. And so the organizations that are winning big in this environment using the sales boomerang platform and philosophies are the ones that are taking every notification. Let me run through these notifications real quick. So sure. we have everything from defense to offensive notifications. Why? Well, we look at business like a sport and all business, in my opinion, can be looked at as a sport if, if you're really running a good, a good operation. And in sports, you need to be able to play good defense and offense. In business, we believe, especially in this industry, it's important to play more offense than defense. Why? Because you want to get to your customer before they get to the market. That's offense. Defense is your customers in the market. You want to remind them of why they should use you and not yep. somebody else, right? And so defensive alerts are things like a listing alert. Somebody put their house in the market. Right. A mortgage inquiry alert. That's somebody shopping for a mortgage. Or yep. an early payoff alert. That means somebody is possibly going to have an early payoff on your, on your loan and you need to get in front of that. Those are all defensive alerts, okay? And then when we talk about offensive alerts, it's things like credit improvement. Who's that customer you, you had to deny because they didn't have good credit? That's one of the most brilliant and heartfelt calls you can make. Mr. Yep. and Mrs. Borrower, got great news. When we spoke seven months ago, you weren't qualified, but you've done the work. Congratulations. You're now perfectly suited for this program. Yep. Amazing. Oh, that person is not in the market. You're the only one that knows and you're delivering good news. Um, when you're looking at things like cash out notifications, right? Cash out HELOC or debt consolidation alerts, right? That is this person's got equity. This person is credit qualified. This yep. person's got um, it, it, enough um of a, of a rate that could benefit from that, that they could benefit from, or they have debt, right? You you get a notification that says this person's got 30k in debt and they have 90k in in, in equity. It's 
amazing. And so that's offense. You're getting to them before they get to the market. So the best performers in this market are taking every alert, including life event alerts. Somebody got married, somebody got divorced, somebody passed away, unfortunately. They're taking every opportunity to call the customer and have a relevant conversation. Not about selling them, it's about talking to them. Now, the ones that are supercharging the results, and actually we just got off the phone with one, um, the ones that are super supercharging the results, every event they get, they are calling an agent. Every single one, doesn't matter. Wow. They're calling and saying, hey, you referred me to this customer, there's something happening with them, I'm gonna talk to them, I recommend you talk to them. And they're, and if you don't have a referral attached to that to that deal, you're calling somebody you want to work with. Hey, I have an opportunity that might be purchase related. I'm not sure yet. I'm going to reach out to them, but I want to know if I could refer them to you if it is purchase related. <laughs> uh, There's not a realtor in the country <laughs> who doesn't want to work with you right there on the spot exactly. the minute they get that phone call. And, and that's and Dale, that's how they're supercharging their their opportunities. Yeah. They're giving everything to all their agents. All they're just calling them, saying, "Hey, you should talk. You yeah. should talk. You should talk." So I got off the phone about. 30 minutes before we got on this, on this, into this conversation with a group that shared six different events. They were all life events. They're like, Alex, your other alerts, we've been maximizing them. We put them into our alpha program with life events and they got six alerts. Uh, there was a couple of marriages, baby, death, and, and, and like an empty nester. And all six went to their agents and all six are in conversation right now. Have they taken apps? No, awesome. but literally all six are having conversations with the agent and the loan officer on that file. Who knows what's going to happen? But relevancy is so important in this moment, just a relevant conversation. The last thing you want to do is contact the customer and try to sell them something today. I love you it. You want to just it. talk. You want to have conversations. And so you ask that question. Those are the two things. You're contacting every opportunity. You're not yep. judging it. You're not like, well, you know, this is these people we did a loan for six months ago. They're not they're not doing anything. Stop judging. Just, yep. just stop it. Just make the call. I always, I have this great, great conversation with people, Dale, where I was on a call uh, with a group that got a listing alert that was wrong, right? And it happens, right? You, you'll yep. have so data changes. And if you put wrong data in, sometimes you'll get a wrong result. So 10% of the notifications could have something that, that, that may not be right on point. And so we got a call from this, from this loan officer and he's like, hey, I call, they're not even living there anymore. And we're like, okay, what's wrong with that? Yeah. What's the wrong information? <laughs> you talk to a customer that is now living in a new property that now knows that that, that they're that you now know they're living in a new property, and right. you thought that was a, 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 a lost cause. No, it's a great opportunity. Congratulations! How long have you been there? How's the family? That every event is relevant as long yeah. as you feel that you can have a conversation. Say, hey, did you move? Yeah, a long time ago. You didn't just list your house for sale? No. Oh, man. Thanks for the update. How's life? Right? And so the point is conversations. The more you can just take your bias away and just have conversations, that's where the biggest success is coming from right now. I love it. So let me take two pieces of that because I love everything you just said. They're so powerful. You know, what, what I call proactive, you call offense, and they're the yes. same exact thing. And that's what you've got to be in today's marketplace. And, you know, if if you're not using Sales Boomerang, I certainly recommend it. But if for whatever reason you're sitting on a database, you need to be doing these exact same things Alex is talking about right here with your database. And yes. when you figure out that you need help, he's there waiting for you to call him and he'll help you with that. And he's got data and all these things to help you. But there's two things I want to mention here. First off, 
You, you talked about the realtor side of this. You know, it, it's interesting that most loan officers, and I've trained over a million of them, as you know, mm -hmm. in the last 27 years I've been doing this as a speaker. And what I've found time and time and time again when it comes to realtors is that we want to get to give, meaning that mm -hmm. we right. want the realtor to send us business so we can show them how good we are. That's yes. exactly the wrong mindset. Yes. You got to give to get. Yes. That's how you build a realtor base is you take to them an opportunity where you say, look, I've got this sales boomerang league where I've got this customer that they're looking for a home right now. And although I haven't got them committed yet, if I do, could I place them with you? I'm looking for a couple good men and women. And you yes. know what? They're going to love you the moment yes. you do that. And you've established a relevant conversation to your point. And that's the second thing. I love how you said we need to have relevant conversations, not applications. Yes. Number one mistake in today's mortgage market, loan officers take apps. Yes. They don't build relationships. We've got to become relationship builders in a 2022 market because look, everybody's got technology. Everybody's got the same basic rates. Everybody's got the same programs and products. What separates you? That's I'll tell right. you what separates you, your relationship and the customer experience you create through your service. That's what separates you more than any other thing in this marketplace. The bottom line is you have to have relevant conversations. You know, the other day I was, uh, I looked at a post that coach Bill Hart, you probably know Bill, great mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. He posted yep. up, you know, meaningful conversations was the way he put it. Really getting to know your customers through your database, calling them up just to get to know them. Because as I've taught loan officers forever, look, if I talk to you as a breathing human being, that's the only requirement I look for. Okay. you If you're breathing breaths, you're somebody I want to talk to because I have two questions for you. Question number one, do you own a home? And if you do, would you like to own it less expensively? Can oh, I be your financial friend question. and help you with that? Wow. Question number two, if you don't own a home, why not? And can I help you? See, no matter who you are, if you're breathing, if you're a homeowner, not a homeowner, it's an opportunity every time. And then here's the other side of that. Even if you say no to me, <laughs> then who do you know that's looking for a home today? Because I guarantee you know people looking for homes today. Definitely. I can always turn those outbound opportunities into an inbound opportunity if I just build those relevant, I love that phrase, relevant conversations, not try to get an application. That's right. the key to the game today. I love so, that. Alex, tell me from your perspective, you, you, you've been all over the country. What do you think is, is for today's originator, okay? What do you think is the single most important strategy or the single most important thing they need to be doing to capitalize on today's market? Because it's an opportunistic market yes. if you know how to tackle it. You already said it, I'll just repeat it. Give referrals to your agents. Hey there, audio listener, producer Jake here. Thank you so much for listening to the public version of this episode featuring one of the co-founders of the new combination of Sales Boomerang and Mortgage Coach, Alex Kasichin. As you can probably tell from this free preview, there are so many amazing talk tracks that Dale and Alex discussed in this episode, which means you do not want to miss the rest of this conversation. As this episode is the second in a double header, bringing season one here at Betting 1000 to a close, you have two options to listen to Dale and Alex's full unedited conversation. Option one, become a Diamond Club member and gain lifetime access to all of our extended length season one episodes, plus blog posts, transcripts, and more in our members only hub. Or option two, wait for Alex's episode to be re-released right here in our public feed in about 10 weeks during our brief off season ahead of an all new season premiering this fall. To join the Diamond Club, just visit davermillion.com forward slash Diamond Club. Or like I said, just look for this episode to be re-released during the off season, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Okay, one last thing. Since this is part two of our double header season one finale, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank all of you for listening to Bad Ink Thousand. As someone who's been making and listening to podcasts for well over a decade, it's truly an honor to add value to your life and business by producing the show. That said, we are always looking for new ways to improve your experience and have a lot up our sleeves for season two. So I'm going to ask for a favor. As we re-release all of season one's unedited conversations right here on the public feed, I want you to consider sharing the show with a friend or colleague. You can even earn rewards for anyone who subscribes for free using your personal referral link. Just be sure to subscribe yourself at differentlink.com forward slash B1K forward slash subscribe. Again, that's differentlink.com forward slash B1K forward slash subscribe. The link is in the show notes if that's a little easier for you. And be sure to look for the email with your personal referral link. If you're having trouble finding your link, just reach out to our team at listen at differentlink.com. Okay. If you missed part one of this season finale doubleheader, Selling Value and Connecting at Scale with Dave Savage, it's available right now wherever you get your podcasts. Batting a Thousand is a production of Mortgage Champions, a company that's been transforming the people who transform companies since 1995. Have a suggested topic or guest? Contact my team on Twitter. That's at Dale Vermillion. Or tweet us using the hashtag Batting1000. That's hashtag Batting1000.